All right. Welcome back to Trade Talk. Uh, wow, I, I'm not even sure what episode this is, but uh, you will know it based off of um, the title and the heading. Uh, I'm excited to be back to talk to you guys about um, a new strategy that I'm taking on, but I must uh, first put a disclaimer out there that it is a complex strategy. It is not a, a simple concept to understand. However, I think it's very worth it um, if you can if you can get it. Um, it did take me a while to understand it when I was doing it years ago, uh, but I love it. Uh, I, I love this strategy, and you will um, know what the strategy is as I begin to talk about it, all right? So what this um, episode is about is uh, my recession theory and uh, trading it and what I'm doing uh, with, uh, with what I feel is a recession that is looming in the shadows. So as most of you know, we have a president that has been manipulating our stock market uh, into this long bull run coming on 10 years now. Um, And that is a very interesting situation to be in. The reason I say that is because, you see, bull markets and bear markets run on cycles. And we've had a very long cycle of very low interest rates and... um, and 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 just no re, no retreat from uh, constant growth. Now most people say that's amazing, which it is. But you should always be wary when those things are happening. I will say that I am bearish on the market, um, even though the market has been going up and been hitting all time highs. You're you're mortgaging your future for your present because it is not sustainable. You can tell it's being manipulated because they keep changing the. Uh, the Treasury secretaries, Fed chairmen, like everything just constantly is shuffling. And that's not good. Uh, that means you can just tell it's being manipulated. Uh, furthermore, wealthy investors, uh, these are people who have a net worth of a million dollars or a, sorry, not a net worth, but a million dollars in assets in the market. Uh, mostly they would have about five percent in cash. Um, and this is per UBS, uh, which is. Um, which is a wealth management firm, uh, they are reporting that the majority of people are holding on on to roughly 25% of cash in their portfolios. Not to say that's a good thing. Um, Holding that much cash in your portfolio is not to your benefit, um, as you will not take advantage of uh, a bull market or you won't take advantage of hedging um, and catching the falling knife in a uh, bear market. But that is what is going on, which means people are bracing for it, right? Because the turbulence hasn't come in, but you can feel it in the fact that uh, a Chinese trade deal still has not been met. I think it will happen, but the fact that it hasn't happened makes people very weary. So it makes me say, I'm not going to overly commit to the long. Now, before I get into more details on, on what I am talking about and what I am trying to do, um, let me more so keep telling you about the economy as I see it. Not the economy as everyone else sees it, just as, just as I see it. Um, I don't see that the S&P will just constantly keep running. And again, for so, some of those who don't know, the S&P 500 is just an average index that um, most of the economy is benchmarked on. I don't see it. It has hit a recent all time high. Of 315. And um, I think that 
you know, it'll keep trying to inch up and push and push. But the month of December is often where people sell to take their profits. So I don't feel that it will sustain and keep hitting new highs. I think that you, you'll probably catch a pullback right now in the S&P. But more so, um, I just feel that there is a strategy that you can take to take advantage of what's happening. So let's get into the strategy and we'll mix that up a little bit with um, the theory. So the strategy is this. Again, this is a complex strategy, so I don't expect everyone to understand it. But as I'll post about it, you, you'll probably catch the drift and, and, and get it. Uh, there's two ways that I'm playing this. Um, one is with options and the other one is with stock. I more so care about using the options because I can see a quick return on my money and I'm able to gauge the market a little better. There, there is a stock called Uvixi, U-V-X-Y. It is called the VIX short-term futures, meaning uh, the VIX determines volatility um, in the S&P and just in the general market. I like this stock because it allows you to short the S&P um, using leverage, meaning that you get a one and a half times return on shorting the S&P. So let's say if you put up a dollar, they give you a dollar and a half on the return. Now I pair Uvixi, which I would, um, which I would buy, I would buy the Uvixi, and I would pair it with uh, the SPY SPY, which is the S and P five hundred ETF long. Again, now why would I do this? Well, I've seen that the S and P has hit three fifteen, and I think it's extended itself too far, and I am looking to say I want to buy some of the S&P 500 just in case it inches up into more new highs because of propaganda and the president coming out and saying that, hey, you know, the trade deal's just around the corner, whatever bullshit that he says and the market goes popping up. However, there's more weight on the market going down and Uvixi is perfect for that because when I am long Uvixi, I can now make money when the S&P 500 starts to fall down. And in that same respect, when I start seeing a day of where it's falling down, I can sell my S&P long position and just keep the Uvixi position and take the profits. Now, if I get beat out and I'm wrong and our market extends a little further, I can hold my Uvixi position, sell my S&P position still make money and still be able to profit on the down because we're going to have the down. I'm not saying that the market crashes in the next month or two, but I am saying that you're definitely going to get some some downward pressure. It's going to happen. You're probably going to lose five points, uh, somewhere around five, six points. And, you know, you can make a mint doing that if you can corner it. For instance, I was able to corner it recently in which on Friday, I saw that the market was uh, oversaturated. It was, was hitting its all-time high and was very overextended using indicators such as um, the RSI, which is the Relative Strength Index. When seeing that, um, I bought what are called puts, which are stock options, puts in the SPY, uh, S&P 500 ETF. And by buying those puts, I said I thought the price of the S&P 500 would hit about 
310. Well, as of this day on Monday, uh, December 2nd, 2019, the S&P 500 hit about uh, 311. So the concept worked. I'm saying that to say my view on things is that we won't see big gains for long. I think this is a determining year where you should start to see some pressure in the markets and things are going to slow down. Um, Other investors believe that to be so. I am right behind them. But I know that there's a lot of people who who feel that I'm crazy. You know, the market's up over 50 percent. Things are running. The economy looks good. Every sector, literally every sector in the economy um, has been profitable. And I'm not saying that those things don't exist, but I am saying that uh, I see a little deeper, in my opinion. I see that it's a trap. I think you're going to get lulled. Most people are going to get lulled to sleep, be very comfortable, and they're going to get hacked. I can't say when. I personally think that roughly by uh, by the summer of uh, 2020 is when it happens. But I will say this, and let me give you a nice comparison. In November, December of 2007, where we had our last recession, uh, that was the last time you were seeing that there was a steady decline happening. The difference in 2019 is that we just keep propelling higher. The market keeps running. However, like I said, the run has been so long with interest rates so low. At some point, those chickens are going to come home to roost. From an economic standpoint, farmers are getting killed because of this trade issue. Obviously, it's not being hidden, but you don't realize how bad it is. Record bankruptcies are in Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana. These things will creep up, and that's how it generally goes when you have recessions. People often think that, all right, one day the, the, sky, the, the bottom falls out of the sky, or the sky falls out, whatever, however the fuck you want to say it. But it doesn't work like that. It's a consistent creeping. It's just like how um, rates have managed to stay low. It's a consistent creeping. When they were creeping up slowly, they pushed them and suppressed them down. Things happen slowly, but you have to be able to be aware of what is changing. But I highly advise most people who are listening to this that understand what your positioning is as you come into 2020. I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to be all messed up, but you, you, got, you have to understand that credit lines are going to shrink at some point. Uh, you know, this, this open market to money is not going to keep existing. You know these things to be true because they're already doing programs again where you can buy homes uh, with very little documentation and very little down. Uh, if you have a literally a 620 credit score, you can get an FHA for 3% down up to 600, a little over 600 and something thousand dollars. So these kind of loans are coming back. They already exist again. I mean, yes, it's not going to be as crazy as before, but... People always find a new way. Right now, you, they, they have found new ways to issue those same kind of loans. Uh, there exists right now multiple programs in which all you have to do is show one month's bank statement, pay five and a quarter to 6% on your mortgage, and you'll get a mortgage. Oh, yeah, and put down 20%, and you got a mortgage. So the things exist out here. 
these programs exist. We cycle. It comes back around. Again, what is my thesis? And like I said, this is a bit complex, but I feel that by 2020, we will run into our recessionary time. Sorry, not by 2020, by the summer of 2020, we'll run into our recessionary time. I think that uh, the re-election will be where the issue is. I feel you can take advantage of the situation by being long Uvixi, which is, and Uvixi is short the S&P 500. It is a, uh, it is something that tracks the volatility of the S&P 500. And you should be long the S&P 500, the spies. But you need to be able to manage your position as the S&P 500 can only go up for so much longer, in my opinion. As you know that in the, uh, in the summer, it took a brutal hit and really took a fall, but ramped right back up. And that's what people are saying. But, you know, the president was had a lot to do with pushing that uh, that agenda of getting the stock market right back up again. It is manipulated. It is a very clear understanding that is manipulated and you should not fall into that bear trap. The thesis is summer of 2020. Markets should start to erode and slow down and prices should start coming down. Have a VIXI position, UVXY, a SPY position, SPY, both long. And again, for anyone who may not understand, being long UVIXI, meaning I bought UVIXI, means you are short the S&P 500 because it is a ETF that is short the S&P 500. Being long the SPY means that you believe the S&P 500 is going to go up in value. You are long. These two work as hedges for each other. Thank you guys for tuning in to Trade Talk. Until next time, LA Aco signing out. Thank you.